Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, welcome to this live webinar series on the Legal Expert Guide to Data Breaches and Ransomware Attacks in Southeast Asia. My name is Wana, and I'm the Regional Legal Advisor and representative of both ASEAN and China Desk based in our DFDL Bangkok office. And I'll be very pleased to be the moderator for today's discussion. And just a brief introduction on DFDL. Uh, we are a full legal and tax advisory firm based in Southeast Asia, an ASEAN bond um, firm with nearly 30 years of history. We have um, developed dedicated regional and sector-based key practice group with technology and compliance being one of them. So our discussion for today will focus on the prevalence of data breach incidents and ransomware attacks in Bangladesh. And as all of us may be aware, um, Incidents on this front have increased at an escalating speed as the result of a shift of global consumers' usage towards online services and with companies collecting an increasing volume of data contributed primarily as the result of COVID-19. So it is critical um, now more than ever for businesses and consumers like us to take data security seriously. I would now like to introduce our speaker for today, Shahwan Nizam. He is a partner and managing director of our Bangladesh office, a banking and corporate specialist. Shahwan also regularly advise some of our key clients, both local and international companies on data protection compliance. Uh, great having you here, Shahwan, and thank you for participating in today's session. Well, thank you very much. Uh, it's a very interesting and relevant topic increasingly relevant for multinationals and global companies that are looking to do business in our part of the world uh, where uh, we are not yet fully equipped or, or to some extent uh, not yet fully ready to handle some of the bigger threats in this sector. So I think it's very timely that we have this uh, uh, session. Thank you, Shawa. Um, so let's kickstart our session for today. And the first question being that um, in the context of your jurisdiction, please, um, can you share with us uh, in terms of the level of growing prevalence of ransomware attacks, um, the top harms resulted from data breach and as well as the industry most commonly affected by such incidents? Well, of course, um, this can be made by reference to your advisory experiences as well as um, statistics published by the local authority in Bangladesh. Um, thank you very much, Wana. Uh, this is something that is becoming more and more prevalent as more and more people are using data and are going online for their day-to-day uh, -day activities in addition to using social media and others. Um, Bangladesh in the last two years has done tremendously well in digitizing a lot of the government services uh, during COVID. And uh, now we are in a position where uh, payments and other solutions uh, for a, a lot of the different government departments are also available online. And um, the private sector has always been uh, ahead of this, ahead of this uh, um, uh, than the government. And they have uh, also been doing a lot of digitization. So it is increasingly important area for us in Bangladesh. And um, obviously, along with the global trends, we have seen our share of uh, ransomware attacks, hacker attacks, uh, leaks and data breaches and uh, virus attacks and all sorts of related incidents. Um, since 2016, I mean, there are some government statistics uh, uh, which I can make available later on. Since 2016 to 2020, we have seen increasing number of ransomware attacks. There has been 
30 large incidents that I'm aware of being reported in the last couple of years. Uh, and there has been sporadic uh, uh, incidents of ransomware and hacker attacks all over the uh, all over the country. Uh, we have had that uh, infamous uh, uh, incident uh, with our central bank where a number of hackers uh, 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 tried to hack and get away with a large amount of money. That has been the most uh, prominent news internationally uh, that happened a few years ago. But apart from that, we have seen hacker attacks uh, in the uh, in, in, in a number of industry areas such as banking and financial services. We have seen it in uh, healthcare. Uh, basically, uh, areas where there is a large amount of data stored, a large amount of uh, transaction data, personal data, usage data, uh, uh, these are the areas where we have seen uh, attacks. I mean, the good thing was that up until recently, uh, a lot of the uh, uh, institutions, financial institutions were, and others, they were not as prevalent uh, or they were not as prominent in the, in, the, in the internet or they were not as tech savvy. So the breaches were not really uh, um, that, uh, that bad in terms of the impact because there weren't really that much out there. But now over the last few years with the development that has happened, and with the way a lot of the payment services and other things have gone online, this is going to become a very uh, serious incident, uh, a serious issue if there is a breach. However, if you look at the statistics, it seems um, that since 2020, the number of attacks or the number of reported incidents have actually gone down. So that's a very interesting trend that while the number of services and use have gone up, the number of incidents have gone down. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, thank you, Shawa, um, for, for sharing this information. And I understand um, the statistics uh, will be shown at a later stage. So um, indeed, um, a security incident, um, be it minor or major, it can be devastating to organizations and leading, of course, um, to loss of personal info as the result of poorly securitized um, computerized system and also possibly lead to uh, potentially costly lawsuits and regulatory action. So from this um, perspective, uh, please can you share with us uh, in terms of the development of uh, governing laws regulating data breach incidents in Bangladesh? Is there um, any overarching um, data breach reporting uh, legislation on this front? Yes, Bangladesh has actually done quite well since 2016-17 in catching up with a lot of these things. Now, while you may say that whether this is enough or not, that's a different question altogether. But the good thing is that we have started with the laws and regulations. We started with uh, what we know as the ICT Act, Information and Communications uh, uh, Technology Act. That was from 2016-17. And that basically started off a lot of these things about uh, the def definition of data, the definition of breach, uh, and a number of uh, uh, these issues, what happens if there is a breach, what happens if there is hacking, what is illegal intrusion, what is uh, uh, sort of uh, 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 data theft, and all of these concepts were introduced. And also that act started setting up a number of government agencies or started paving the way for setting up of a number of government agencies under the ICT ministry uh, that would look at or deal with uh, data security, data breach, uh, incidents. Uh, one of the notable uh, entity is CIRT, um, Center for Incident Reporting uh, 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 and Technology. I mean, that entity is basically one of the key entities that is involved in uh, handling 
uh, uh, breaches of uh, data security uh, that works with the police and other authorities in investigations, in pursuing, and a lot of these things. And then recently we have come up, we, in, in the last couple of years, we have come up with the Digital Security Act that further uh, talks about or elaborates further and deals with the whole evolution of the whole data uh, industry and how that is uh, uh, trans uh, how that is transpiring and how um, the law the different laws and regulations would be in uh, would be used to deal with the different incidents because you know you can't really have one generic law to deal with all these uh, different types of incidents so the laws had to be had to evolve and had to come up with uh, uh, with with with, with re uh, relevant provisions to deal with the different type of incidents and along with it. Um, we have seen um, uh, the setting up of Bangladesh Computer Council and a number of other entities such as Research Lab and other entities that would uh, uh, continue to work in identifying threats before they come in uh, and other agencies under those, uh, uh, under those organizations. Um, we have also seen the government coming up with uh, um, a number of other policies. Uh, there is a uh, there is a policy on um, uh, ransomware attacks, a specific policy on ransomware attacks uh, that has more recently been um, uh, developed. And um, in, in fact, just yesterday, the second edition came out and uh, we have seen that uh, that was very effective in giving the first flavor of what to do in the event there is a ransomware attack. Um, so there is a number of uh, uh, things, a number of initiatives that the government has taken um, uh, to to deal with the uh, with the uh, with, with with ransomware threats and uh, uh, hacker threats. Um, there's also the government of Bangladesh Information Security Manual, which in short we call it Gobism. Um, that is also a document uh, that is continuously evolving, and that is uh, something that the government is implementing. And with this uh, uh, ransomware manual and Gobism, that's uh, the, that's some, these two documents the government have started implementing in all the different government agencies. And uh, now the government is also going out and asking private sector companies to adopt it or follow it or implement it in their own organizations. So, so you have the two umbrella laws, the ICT Act and the DSA, the Digital Security Act, and you have a number of other manuals and uh, circulars and other things that the government is coming up with that are sort of trickling down and, and together they form the whole ecosystem of laws and regulations in this sector. Thanks, Shawa, um, for this uh, very high level response from the legal domain. So from the information you have um, presented, we understand that um, the laws governing data breach incidents in Bangladesh, uh, it continues to evolve. And the recently uh, enforced ransomware manual and gobism, and as well as the establishment of um, several government entities, also reflect um, the growing awareness on the part of the government to, to regulate data protection uh, in Bangladesh. And of course, uh, we know that um, cyber criminals, um, they do not discriminate, and we are seeing uh, new and more sophisticated forms of attacks uh, emerge regularly. So practically, um, how should an organization respond to internal and external data breach incidents? Can you share with us um, some of the top cybersecurity best practices? You see, I think for private organizations, I think uh, for a lot of large organizations, it's pretty easy. They have the resources and the funding 
to uh, uh, deal with um, uh, a having their internal systems uh, beefed up, have um, sort of you know proper uh, antivirus, anti-malware, and uh, uh, those kind of uh, softwares that protect their internal system. But also, I think it's important to make people aware. Awareness, I think, is one of the first things that uh, 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 that you sh that that is, should be there, especially in countries like Bangladesh, where all of this is quite new for many people. Mm. Okay, so for many people dealing with phishing emails or spam emails, you know, or uh, where you know you you always see uh, ransomware softwares and viruses attached uh, to them. Um, Educating them about these is also, I think, a very important aspect, and that's what the government has done in a way that when they when they send out information and you know the ICT ministry, in addition to all of these uh, uh, policies and manuals that I've mentioned, regularly send out uh, newspaper adverts, TV adverts, and we see billboards trying to make people aware of the risks in phishing risks in uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, cyber uh, uh, cyber attacks and the risks in social media abuse and all of these things. We have seen uh, sort of billboards going out. We have seen a number of others going out. So all of these things are uh, uh, matters that uh, the uh, private entities are actually being pushed to take into account. I mean, while the large organizations, multinationals are um, pretty uh, uh, aware, they have the budget, they have the resources and know it all to deal with these. The riskier um, entities are more sort of local entities, um, uh, more I would say the SMEs, which are more uh, susceptible to these type of threats. Um, while the large institutions like banks and financial institutions, if we take that, they are mostly, they, I mean, if anything happens to them, the impact will be the most severe with banks and financial institutions, right? But we see the government has come up with a special uh, 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 memo to that will be circulated to, that is being circulated to the banks and financial institutions about ransomware. The central bank that governs uh, and regulates the banks and financial institutions, they regularly push banks and institutions about updating their systems and uh, data uh, the, and, and deal with their data breach issues. The most riskiest entities are the SMEs who are not, uh, not sophisticated enough, who don't have a lot of the money, who don't have the resources to spend on uh, all these uh, protections. So for them, building awareness, I think, is the most crucial thing. Making people aware about the potential threats, making people aware of what not to do and uh, how to protect their own data is, I think, crucial. And that's what a lot of the government manuals are doing. Um, and the government is going out and telling all these organizations that, look, if you can't adopt your own or if you can't come up with your own, follow this. Because the government manuals are pretty uh, uh, generic and uh, quite detailed. And uh, as I said, that new versions are coming out. Just yesterday, a new version came out. So it's easier for a lot of these organizations to adopt them and at least start preparing uh, uh, against data breach and threats. Thanks, Shawa, um, uh, for, for drawing a, a difference between the internal and external breach incidents and also sharing with us uh, some of the practical and useful suggestion 
uh, both legal and technical solutions, including uh, creating awareness, as you emphasize, uh, amongst SME in particular. So I'm uh, moving to my next and final question, and this uh, relates to in the case of a transfer of data from Bangladesh to other countries. So can you um, discuss on some of the precautionary uh, measures which companies can take to, to better prepare for such transaction in order to prevent any potential international data breach incident? So in Bangladesh, there is uh, some um, regulations under the banking and finance laws that require uh, certain transaction data uh, uh, to be housed and stored in Bangladesh. Uh, and permission of central bank and other authorities is required to move the data outside Bangladesh. So there is an adequate level of protection for uh, banking and finance transactional data. But the risk on other data is still there. And as I mentioned that, especially a lot of the SMEs, they're not really uh, uh, adequately prepared uh, financially and, and otherwise uh, um, to deal with these kind of things. So um, what a lot of these organizations are, uh, are, are, go are being asked to do is first educate their internal people against internal breaches. Because as we know, internal breaches can be uh, 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 can be very common and can be devastating uh, if someone within the organization leaks or, or takes copies and then circulates it and things like that. Uh, so educating them, getting them into a legal binding on confidentiality and other things, that's very, very important. Making them understand the importance of confidentiality uh, and uh, the possible consequences of breach of confidentiality under the laws uh, that has a very severe penal provisions is also important. And then you have this uh, other issue of dealing with potential external threats from outside. And again, I mean, you know, even the simplest antivirus um, can actually uh, uh, save a lot of things in these sort of uh, incidents. Simple things like not clicking on phishing emails and attachments can save from uh, severe uh, uh, international uh, external threats. Thank you um, very much, Shawa, for your sharing of uh, this high-level inputs. Uh, indeed, um, they are very valuable and essential for our audience's understanding. Thank you. Now, um, it is time for our Q&A session. Uh, we will take a few minutes to go through them. Let's see um, what we have at this stage. So, uh, Shawa, there's one um, relevant question, uh, which is like, um, in the case of um, occurrence, of the data breach or ransomware attack incidents in Bangladesh, can the victims, can they go to um, the law enforcement agencies to obtain a remedy in Bangladesh? Yes, of course. Uh, of course that they can. Uh, first of all, they, uh, the, the usual, the first point of contact is the police. And uh, nowadays we see, the, if we look at what has happened in the last few years, we see the police are now becoming more and more aware of these incidents. And the police have, uh, have uh, this uh, um, sort of internal mechanism to work with the uh, CIRT uh, under the ICT ministry. Um, the, the incident uh, uh, center that deals with the, with data breaches and threats. And they uh, help work alongside the police in investigations in finding out uh, how it happened and all of these things. And then once uh, 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 there are some findings and the investigation is concluded, uh, uh, cases can be filed um, under the Digital Security Act, under the uh, ICT Act uh, against the perpetrators. So there is uh, a very clear cut 
uh, uh, steps and remedies available under the laws. Thank you um, very much, Shawa, for, for this uh, insightful discussion and response as well to the Q&A question. It goes without saying that um, data breach uh, response plan has become also a critical component of doing business in this modern era. So for companies who have uh, yet to create one or need a fresh one, uh, we hope this session will be a useful tool and that uh, you will also find some uh, useful suggestion as well as a key consideration when it comes to creating a new set of plant or looking to refine an existing plan for the purpose of uh, improving data security posture. So if you have any um, related question, uh, please do not hesitate to reach out to our speaker, uh, Shahwan Nizam, or myself via emails. We thank you for your attention, and it is very honored to have all of you in participating in today's webinar. See you next time. Thank you.